Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is the Green Zone. Week number 11 of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here at our Circus Sportsbook Studios here. And we do have points in Chicago for the first time today. A touchdown has been scored. Let's go back out to Eric Edholm watching this game. And uh, Eric, we saw Justin Fields leave this game. Andy Dalton came in and right away, good things happened. Two throws by Andy Dalton, one to Jimmy Graham, one to Darnell Mooney for 60 yards, a uh, catch and run for a touchdown. He's already passed Justin Fields' passing yard total for the day. It is now 7-6 Bears. But the big news right now, both teams' quarterbacks uh, out of this game. Lamar Jackson, we knew about pregame. Fields out with a rib injury. And guys, keep in mind, just for uh, Thanksgiving matters, they play in four days. So, Whoa. you know, the status of Justin Fields is obviously going to be uh, critical, and we'll have to find out post game what's going on. He's back on the sideline now. Dalton did look good throwing the football the first two uh, reps of that, that that next possession. He's still warming on the sideline, meaning Dalton. So it appears he's going to be coming back into this football game while they continue to look at fields and, and try to figure out what the next move is. All right, so we'll keep an eye there. That could be a dicey proposition in Chicago. There are three teams I believe right now that have not scored a touchdown today. One of those is the aforementioned Bears there. Or excuse me, the Ravens now against the Bears. They have not scored a touchdown without Lamar Jackson. Jacksonville only has a field goal on the board. And the Lions, it's like the game isn't even being played mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Still 13 nothing because it just feels like one team just isn't there. And that right now would be the Lions. Packers, Aaron Rodgers is back. It's their first drive of the third quarter. 
Remember, the Vikings went down on a lengthy drive and scored on a Kirk Cousins to Justin Jefferson touchdown. And right now, the Packers deep inside Minnesota territory trying to get that answer. And we just had another missed field goal for the Buffalo Bills. That's two Whoa. on the day. Now, one of them was a 57-yarder at the end of the half for Tyler Bass. So, uh, Ernest T. Bass greater than Tyler <laughs> Bass here on this Sunday afternoon. The Colts still lead 24-7. Colts minus 13.5, 51.5 at BetMGM. Let's get back out right now to Will Hill, who's got the Dolphins and the Jets. And last we saw, Wes and I looked up, looks like the Dolphins got on the board here in the third quarter. Will, what's the latest? Same story for the Jets, just another busted coverage. What's been a really bad defense, uh, despite the low-scoring game, you know, both of these teams, if you look, 6.1 yards per play, 6.8 yards per play. Obviously, the big play, the big touchdown uh, just now for Miami is going to help those stats. But 14-7, Jets are driving. You know, Jets actually got some pretty good skill players with Moore and Carter, who actually just got banged up. But, uh, you know, 14-7, live line, 4.5. I'd actually be inclined to take the points because this has probably been a dead-even game if I had nothing in pocket. Uh, I'm still sitting on the under, feeling decent about that, although they're starting to move the ball. But, uh, you know, pretty much a back-and-forth game, a lot of mistakes. Uh, but pre- pretty evenly matched otherwise. Okay, so right now, 14-7, fighting fish in the lead. We mentioned that the Packers mm-hmm. were on the move in Minnesota. And just, it, just a great throw right. by, by number 12 here, keeping a play alive, and we've got a touchdown. So let's go back out to Peter Dewey with the details on that, and uh, Wes and I were noting that it just looked like that looked like the 12-17 to 17 connection that America has gotten used to. Yeah, guys, that was a vintage Aaron Rodgers drive. I really like what Matt LaFleur had them do to come out in this half. They ran a lot of high percentage pass plays, got Devontae Adams involved. He didn't have that big of a first half, but they ran a couple. They ran a bootleg for him, got him in space, and then they ran an end around um, in the red zone for Equinomius St. Brown, get into the uh, inside the 10. Just a, just a very methodical drive, something we hadn't seen from the Packers in the first half. They really uh, struggled. They were getting in a lot of third and longs. So a uh, positive sign for the Packers, but obviously they got to figure out a way to stop Kirk Cousins. As Dave was saying, he's been on fire this year. That's that's the bigger concern for me if I'm a Packers better. Yeah, it's surprising, right? Because you go, well, Aaron Rodgers against Kirk Cousins, we all know. we're not. It's not a historical debate. It's a deba- today debate. And right now, with that drive, uh, notwithstanding, Kirk Cousins has been the better quarterback so far today. Did get bailed out on a bad pick, uh, to Peter's point earlier in the game, uh, which was negated by a, uh, a roughing the passer penalty. But still, on the stat sheet, that doesn't show. So, so far, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings getting the better of him. But, again, you have a six-point lead. Did Mason Crosby miss that PAT? He did not. Okay. So, 23-17. Minnesota, by the way, four and a half, 53 and a half at BetMGM. A couple quick updates uh, before we go around the horn again. Houston now up 19 to nothing. Wow. Tyrod Taylor, his second touchdown run of the day. It is 19 to nothing. Texans. Titans showing some life, though, now in Houston territory. Houston minus eight and a half, 36 and a half on the total. Injury timeout also in Buffalo. It looks like Quentin Nelson, the all pro offensive lineman for the Colts, having a rough day with his ankle uh, and on the field. So we'll see if Quentin Nelson is going to be able to continue today. There's only one team in the National Football League that has nary a point. Not a surprise. It's a team that has nary a win. That would be the Lions. Nate Jacobson is watching the Lions against the Browns. We apologize for that. Nate, is there any hope again that this can get competitive? Because even though it's only 13-0, it feels like 30 to nothing. Yeah, it certainly does. And the Browns are driving, trying to put this game out of reach. As on the second play from scrimmage for the Lions in the second half, Tim Boyle threw his second interception of the day. 
This is a player who in college threw 26 interceptions and 12 touchdowns. So again, not really sure why he's an NFL starter. I feel like there could be a lot better options for Detroit, especially when your starter is Jared Goff, but doesn't look promising for Detroit as right now the Browns into Detroit territory trying to extend the lead. Worth noting that I've, there's a fourth and a short situation. Kevin Stefanski likes to go for it anyway in those situations. He might not be trusting his kicker today, even if it's like a fourth and four, fourth and five. Uh, they've missed a field goal today, and they've also had a blocked extra point. So it hasn't been a great kicking game from Cleveland. This league could probably be a lot more as it feels like, as you mentioned, it is, feels like a 30 to nothing game. It feels like the Lions are hopeless here in Cleveland. Wait, Nate, wait, wait, Nate. Give me those numbers again. You said Tim Boyle in college did what yeah let me pull up the stats i had uh so i said before the show he played at uconn from 2013 to 2015 he threw one touchdown in those three seasons and at 13 interceptions he transfers to eastern kentucky and at eastern kentucky which is ohio valley school in the fcs threw 11 touchdowns and 13 interceptions this season so by my math 12 touchdowns in college football and 26 interceptions. And now he's starting in the National Football League then in how, week 11. Then how in the hell am I not a starter in the National Football mm-hmm. League? I can do that. Are you kidding? I, I mean, it, I've never heard of such numbers from an NFL quarterback. Not in the NFL. In college. Like, no, if you have a bad NFL career, we understand it's the best of the best. When you're playing college football to get to the NFL, you can't have numbers like that. What in the world are we missing from a scouting standpoint that says, yeah, this is the guy we need to yeah. back up Jared Goff? He had uh, worse numbers at UConn, apparently, than the, get, than the old quarterback at UConn that was running Trump's personnel office, uh, apparently, uh, just getting that Johnny McEntee. So UConn uh, had some shaky quarterbacks. That is, Those are eye-opening stats that Nate just presented to the table. So, again, if you back the Lions, good luck. Uh, I believe we're going to go back out to, oh, got points in Tennessee, by the way, very quickly. So the shutout is over in Tennessee as Ryan Tannehill, the best wide receiver playing quarterback, throws a dime piece there to get them on the board in a drive that took about five minutes uh, for the uh, Titans to get on the board. So 19-6, to PAT pending. Still no hat from Mike Vrabel in that monsoon right now in Tennessee. Uh, right now, just all Eagles all the time, still 27-7. to 10 minutes to go there. And again, the San Francisco game feels like it's over 27 to three with 50 seconds to go in the third quarter. Let's get back out to David Gascon Colts. My goodness. I keep waiting for the bills comeback. And uh, David, should I stop waiting as I watch uh, Jonathan Taylor just rumble into the end zone again? I I hate doing this guys, but I got to answer a question with the question. Dave West, respectively, I'm on the clock here. Like, oh. When am I? This is back-to-back weeks, fellas. Back-to-back weeks. No, I am. No, I'm no. out the door. Nope. One foot in, one foot out. One, Jonathan one Taylor in the end zone. That's four times he's gotten in the end zone here today. I'll tell you what. The Colts on a money down, six of eight on third downs. Buffalo Bills just one of five. Guys, this game was supposed to be tight. Bills minus seven open up this thing. It is a route right now. India is running away with this thing. Depending on PAT, it'll be 31-7 to Colts with the advantage. I don't know that we can let you go yet, David, because we expect the Bills <laughs> as a quote-unquote good football team mm-hmm. to make a run because Ben Fox over at South Point is bucking for the same thing with the Saints and, and the uh, 
and the uh, Eagles. JT, by the way, Jonathan Taylor, four touchdowns. He's got the Bundy here this afternoon in Buffalo. Look, you could make a case now. I know that this is sacrilege, and we know Derrick Henry out of sight, out of mind, not in the lineup, but Jonathan Taylor might be the best running back in the National Football League. Whoa, that's a statement. So I, I'm with you right now. He looks really good today. That's for sure. Buffalo has no answer for him. Uh, the Vikings now have a first down. They are back in Green Bay territories. This game kind of ping-pongs back and forth, 23-17. And I looked up. Jets were going to get points again. And I don't know if it was uh, Mike Nugent. Who's the, who's the kicker now for the Jets? I have no idea. Just yanked yeah. another one. And by the way, you don't need to know who the kicker of the Jets is as he yanks one left there in a 14-7 game. And there's a great that would be Amendola, Matt oh, Amendola. No, no relation oh. to Danny because it's two M's in Amendola. Close enough. They, it was great. They showed a little director did a great job of a cutaway is what we call it in the business after the missed kick. And there was a guy in a Jets, looked like a Santa Claus, like some sort of Christmassy uh, outfit. And he was so dejected and he just had his hands up like this. Like he was so spirited for the holiday. Yes. And then he was so disheartened now, by watching his Jets. he's got a lump of coal in his hands. And he, he feels miserable. By the way, Washington football team starting to take control here down at Carolina. They lead by seven on the move again at about midfield, running the ball against a really good Carolina Panther defense. So we'll see if they can possibly get to a two-score advantage there with about four minutes to go here in the third quarter. And we mentioned the Vikings right now in that pivotal game here uh, in the NFC North. They have a big second down now at the 40-yard line of Green Bay. Take a deep breath. Reset. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O.
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. We have a new prop tracker now available at VEASAN.com for you to keep up with the NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get the current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Check the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much, much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Back here alongside Wes Reynolds, it is week number 11 of the NFL here on the Green Zone. Got a lot of updates to get to. The Vikings had a promising drive, which just stalled as they kick it back to Green Bay. So I think we're going to check in with Peter Dewey to get the tone and tenor of that one. And Peter, we mentioned again at the end of the first half, or it looked like maybe Aaron Rodgers, that toe, he looks pretty good in the third quarter so far. This game's got a down-to-the-wire feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah, Dave, th- this one's going to go down to the wire. The Vikings actually caught a break on that drive. On third down, Kirk Cousins got sacked and fumbled the football, but Minnesota was able to recover the ball. That would have put the Packers in plus territory if, if they had been able to recover that. So, honestly, a huge break for Minnesota to get away with that, um, to be able to punt the ball back to Green Bay right here. Um, but I think right now for the Packers, it, they have to build on that first drive they had in the second half. It was their best drive by far of the game. And I, this one is looking like it's going to come down to the wire. The thing for, for the Packers that hurts, that Mason Crosby missed field goal kind of looms large now because you need a touchdown instead of just a field goal to tie this game. Uh, but good spot for, for the Packers and the Vikings, honestly, avoided disaster. So uh, a wild sequence in the end of the third quarter there. Absolutely, Peter. You're not going to be going anywhere today because I think that game will be very close in the balance down the stretch. We know that David Gascon has been looking for short-time work today and he wants to get out of here and cut loose. The way Josh Allen is playing, we might have to cut him loose. I know Raj Markazi's bucking for an early out. And so, of course, is Ben Fox. We've got some blowouts to our point around the National Football League. But a game that just tightened up Mm once is in Cleveland. Is there a mistake by the lake brewing? And could the mistake be made by the Browns? What's the latest, Nate? Yeah, and uh, we got the... Oh, Lions, sorry, Lions oh we, we, we've got okay. the Darth Vader voice. Yeah, we do. Uh, the I, I think uh, shocked by the fact that DeAndre Swift in the end zone <laughs> for the Detroit Lions here, 13-7 to now, Cleveland. Okay, so uh, by the way, Jonathan Taylor is the fifth Colt with four touchdowns uh, in a single game. First ever, though, Colt, to do that on the road. You think they might buck here with a first and 10 deep in Buffalo territory to make it the first guy to ever do five? Yeah, he's uh, he's already got the Bundy right now. Let's rock. So uh, four <laughs> touchdowns for the uh, j- aforementioned Jonathan Taylor. And look, uh, they're feeding him. Uh, what was the wrestler a few years ago? Ryback, feed me more. Oh. And that's what they're doing with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, this is about, uh, it's about, uh, uh, might be about boat time here in a couple oh. minutes in Lake Erie. And we're going to have a tie game in East Rutherford. It looks like the Jets have just scored PAT pending there. Let's tie that one up. In life in Tennessee, 
a game that kind of has felt very sleepy. Obviously, it's bad weather. We've been commenting on Mike Vrabel not putting on a hat. But all of a sudden, his team is responding here. Uh, about under a minute to go here in the third quarter, 19-6, to but Tennessee driving again. We're going to go we'll, – we'll get an update, Wes, with you on that one in a little bit. But let's go back out to Arash Mukazi because it's 27-3 San Francisco. And Arash, I got to be honest with you, man. This game has felt over since that 20-play initial drive that even only ended up in a field goal because this has just been a complete physical beatdown from the Niners. Is that the feel you get? 100%. I mean, you know, the fact that they settled for a field goal, you would have thought that maybe Jacksonville had a chance. But I was at that game last week in Santa Clara. Just domination at the line of scrimmage, dominating the line of possession. So regardless of the score, and the score is pretty much done at this point, guys, 27-3 to with 12 and a half left, it's the domination at the line of scrimmage. And so San Francisco right now stands here at 4-5. and five. They will be 5-5, five and five, but the way that they're playing right now, the way that they have kind of bounced back from that game against the Rams, the way that they're playing today, this is a team I do not want to play. Debo Samuel, Bosa, this is a team, if they find their way to make it into the postseason, well, watch out. Yeah, absolutely, Arash. And by the way, we're going to say goodbye to Arash Markazi. And he has right now the clubhouse lead for the best shirt of the day with the Wu-Tang Clan shirt there. I want to thank Arash, the host of the Arash Murkazi Show, the Mightier 1090. Uh, follow him on Twitter as I do, at Arash Murkazi. Well, he was wearing that Wu-Tang Clan shirt because the 49ers have bring the pain this afternoon, as Wu-Tang would often sing. Uh, so we apparently have a siding on the St. John's River here in Jacksonville. It is 27 at 3, 12 minutes left to go. Trevor Lawrence and company facing a third and 25. I think that uh, is it we're, time? We're, we're, we're about is to Captain dock. Is Captain Steubing back? We're about to dock on the St. John's River here. Let's go. Hit that horn. It might be foggy in San Francisco. Not today in Jacksonville. Clear sailing for the captain here. 27 to 3. Yeah. San Francisco all over Jacksonville. Nothing but smooth sailing for the 49ers. So they're going to get back to 500. And uh, meanwhile, uh, have another sighting perhaps in Lake Erie. Mm, in that. Yeah. Uh, Western New York. And so we did sign off to Arash Markazi first, but David Gascon, it might be time to say goodbye to you, sir, for the day. Give us the latest, and I believe a new team record for Jonathan Taylor, sir. You know what, guys? I'd like the record to reflect that all votes were not in at the reported <laughs> time in their precincts. Um, I should have been let go earlier than Arash. I would demand a recount, but Jonathan Taylor, a high five. Josh Allen, another INT. Guys, he's got seven turnovers in the last four games. And so for the number one team in terms of turnover differential at plus 14, they have three of them here today. Josh Allen with two INTs. Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns, four on the ground, wow. one receiving. And keep in mind, Carson Wentz, barely a hair over 100 yards passing, but it's been all Colts on the ground game. The takeaway situation has been tremendous. Uh, they have earned their breaks, and they are just simply curb stopping the Buffalo Bills. Guys, I mean, it feels like it was ages ago that the Bills hammered the Kansas State Chiefs, 38-20 to 20 in a primetime game. I mean, since then, they've won two, they've lost two, and now they're going to lose their third game in the last five contests, and they're going to be tied now with the New England Patriots, that top mark in the AFC East. So there's a lot of things right now. I don't know if you'd ever want to panic in this situation with Josh Allen at quarterback, 
but there might be some rumblings of the coaching situation up Ooh. there because this is a bona fide Super Bowl team, number one offense, number one defense, number one in turnover margin, and they're not getting it done. I, first of all, those are all excellent and salient points by David Gascon, but I will say I think he's just bitter that Arash had a better T-shirt on than he did today. But it is time. Captain Steubing is back out. We are cutting David loose. We want to thank David uh, for his fine work today. Follow him, obviously, at David J. Gascon on Twitter. Does great work at Fox Sports Radio and Bally Sports West. But 38-7, to to his point, we're going to the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to make of this Buffalo Bills football team. I like Sean McDermott. I think he's a good coach. But to David's point, what in the wild, wild world of sports is going on up there in, uh, in upstate New York? Yeah, when you give up two Bundys to Jonathan Taylor, the four touchdowns in one game for Al, and then five now for the five count for King Kong Bundy, uh, the great wrestler of the 80s yes. in WWF. So uh, Jonathan Taylor all over these guys. Uh, look, I think, you know, this is just one of those paths. I don't want to necessarily say that Buffalo, you know, I mean, it's it's a little bit. It's cause for concern. It's cause for mild panic. I don't think necessarily, you know. But they're six and I don't think necessarily abandoned ship. And, but six and, and four for this football team. Yeah, I mean, I look. It's just they're hitting a rough spot, and they got to find something. I'm not willing to throw them necessarily in Lake Erie just yet. But clearly, at least a little bit of a cause for alarm. By the way, injury update in Chicago: Justin Fields ruled out for the rest of the game. Okay, and very. I know a lot of people on Twitter. They do like when you put on the the boat. Hat and, and I think it's the appeal for me. I love the sound effects. It's the way you wear the hat, Wes. You put it just kind of dimly over your <laughs> eyes. It's really well done. So again, we've already had two boat races, and I think we might have a third on the way in Philadelphia. But before we get there, let's get back out to not the Will Hill, but he is Will Hill today and always. Uh, Will, what's going on in that game that I think a lot of people have forgotten about? But even though it might be two bad football teams, at least it's competitive. Well, you guys are a tough crowd. You're going to fire Doug McDermott, uh, Sean McDermott. I'm not me. There with the well, I'm not, there. I'm not firing oh, Sean I McDermott. Said don't panic just yet. Right. I'm not, we're, we have the hands out. We're very expressionist here. We are not firing Sean McDermott. But, Will, come on. I mean, you do a New York City uh, cast, and I know that Buffalo is not the city. But you do have to start to wonder what's going on with that football team, right? Yeah, they haven't played great, but I'll tell you a couple teams that would love to have them, and the Jets would love to have uh, six and four problems because they are, they are two and seven and going on two and eight. Miami's driving uh, competitive game here. You can still get Jets plus three and a half. This has really been a back and forth game, really evenly played. Both teams have had their mistakes, left points on the board. Uh, if I had nothing in pocket here, I would lean towards getting the Jets here plus the three and a half, who have looked pretty good. Elijah Moore with a long touchdown. You know, it's funny with the Jets. Everyone except Zach Wilson has played well from Josh Johnson. <laughs> To uh, Mike White to now Flacco, everyone has looked pretty good except for for uh, for the rookie quarterback. Okay, and I will say we said Arash Markazi had the best shirt of the day, obviously with the Wu Tang Clan. But uh, we will say that Will's Lombardi line. Will, will Hill is a company guy. Pretty good look. And by the way, I still don't have any decent swag. Okay, when we come back, a big fourth down in Chicago. We'll give you the particulars there. Remember, it's seven to six, twelve minutes ago in regulation. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
the VEASAN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you're also going to receive $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN week number 11. And uh, we have got some drama, as we always seem to have, around the National Football League. And I'm not just saying that because Patrick Maher just walked into the studio. But I'm just saying I know. we have now, a lot of time pressure. Now it's really the sweat zone here as like we it. approach 1230 Pacific time here, uh, where wins becomes losses, losses become wins. And by the way, what was a win looking like for Minnesota oh, may become oh. a loss as Aaron Rodgers hits Devontae Adams 24 to 23, eight minutes left to go at BetMGM. The Green Bay Packers minus 185 on the money line, plus a buck 45 for Minnesota, 50 and a half your total. Okay, and right now, it looks like we have a stop in New York, so the Jets going to force a field goal attempt, we believe, by the fighting fish in a tie game at 14. And I believe, are we all knotted up in Carolina for the latest there? Let's go back to Ian McMillan. Ian, what happened there? Because it felt like Washington was taking control of this game. What's happening now? Yeah, fantastic drive there by the Panthers, capped off by a beautiful pass from Cam Newton right down the seam to Christian McCaffrey. Gets the receiving touchdown around 27 yards. A little bit of a stall in the drive, though, is uh, Carolina did a trick play, a little lateral from McCaffrey back to Newton, who then threw to one of his receivers. They reviewed it to make sure it was a lateral pass, and it was, and they scored on the very next play. So this is a little bit of a, it's a sneaky good game, guys. To be honest, I didn't really expect it to be this good of a game. It's fantastic so far. And I don't think it can be understated how much of an impact having Christian McCaffrey in the lineup for the Panthers, uh, how much of an impact it, it, it can have. Even on plays where he doesn't get the ball, Cam Newton has ran a few options and the entire defense comes down on McCaffrey right after the fake. And it's given Cam Newton a few lanes uh, to run outside. So very good game here. Tie game. Live lines are down right now at Bet MGM. So uh, we'll see how this one finishes up. That's officially a sweat zone game right there. Knotted mm-hmm. up at 21. Again, we mentioned that a stop in New York. But then that stop was stopped but by the Jets. It was a personal foul on Franklin Myers hitting too late. So now it is going to be first and goal from the seven. We did have a direct snap to Miles Gaskin, but a false start on Miami. Mm. So first and goal for the Jets from the seven-yard line, all tied at 14. Okay, so let's see if they can get that go-ahead score there. Let's go back out to Peter Dewey right now with the Packers and the Vikings. We mentioned the lead change there. Peter, what is this game just feels like it's going to be one of those how many games, close games of the Vikings? Seemingly every week they're involved in a close one. We got another one brewing here in Minneapolis. Yeah, Dave, the Vikings seem to, to play field goal or less games every single week. It's it's really unbelievable um, at this point. But I've been saying to you guys all day, as a Packers better, I've been feeling good about Green Bay. They they did not look great in the first half and they were able to hang around. We we see back-to-back really good drives um, by Aaron Rodgers and Matt Wilford. Just great play calling. They switched things up, um, gotten some short passes that turned into big big yardage plays, and then that last play for the touchdown, Devontae Adams just absolutely toasted the corner for, for the score. Um, so Green Bay right now, like they got to make another stop on Kirk Cousins, which is his – proven to be kind of tough today but uh this is about as good as you can ask for when you were trailing 16 to 3 in the game yeah absolutely so they are back now 24 23 we always felt like that missed extra point could loom large yeah. for the vikings their kicking woes continue uh and right now see if that does play out that way a couple games we boat raced 
for good reason, but some cosmetic scores here coming. The Bills get one mm-hmm. and a two-point conversion, right? So what are they down now? They are trailing. 38 so, to 15. Okay. Here, 13 minutes left to go. But uh, Allen does hit digs. Two-pointer is good. So uh, pretty much on ice, but nevertheless, some uh, scoring going on. And uh, also uh, almost at a score there in Tennessee is Nick Westbrook Irvin breaks it into the red zone. So Titans still got a little life in Nashville. Okay, and again, 30-3 to San Francisco now. That game completely all but over, just waiting for the clocks to hit zero there. 30-3 to lead in Jacksonville. Let's get back out to Will Hill, watching Will back and forth all of a sudden in this uh, in this second half here. The fighting fist just take the lead? Yeah, the Jets had a big stop. It was third and four around the six-yard line. They were going to get off the field with just a field goal, but Franklin Myers on the Jets gets a roughing the passer, a really stupid roughing the passer. Tua had released the ball. He takes three or four steps and just needlessly shoves him to the ground right in front of the ref. Going to get called every time. Turns into an extra four points here for Miami, pending the extra point. So it looks like it's going to be 21-14 if the extra point is good, which obviously is not a foregone conclusion anymore. But uh, Jets will have their chance. Still 10 minutes left in this game. That play really hurts my under chances here uh, just because, you know, you don't want a tie game. You don't want a touchdown here. The extra point is good. But uh, back and forth game here, Miami up seven. Okay, and Will, you mentioned it there. Look, it's it's questionable at best to me for the roughing call on Tua. They hit him in the chest after he throws the football. I just saw the same thing happen in Carolina where, like, Taylor Heineke was starting to begin mm-hmm. his slide, and the defender comes in with his forearm and hits him in the midsection, and guess what? Boop! Throw it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for the life of me, I've said this for years. I don't know how you play defense anymore, and I have to anticipate – what the defenders are, or what the offensive players are going to do before I make my, my move. Well, I mean, one crazy. guy that knew how to play defense was Desmond King. Uh, Ryan Tannehill needed to throw that ball inside. He threw it outside, was trying to hit Des Fitzpatrick. Picked off at the one-yard line now. Houston leading 19-6. to Going to have second and 10 on their one-yard line. Uh, clock starting to tick in Tennessee now, down under 11 minutes. Could have a huge upset today. A 10-point underdog winning outright. Okay, and I was waiting for points with Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Uh, neither one of those guys are Still playing waiting. quarterback. Neither one of the guys are currently you, playing you quarterback. Will, you will be right here waiting <laughs> for points like Richard Marks. Let's get back out there to Eric at home. And, Eric, obviously I knew that that uh, overbet was dead this morning when I saw that news. Now, without Justin Fields, what are we seeing from Andy Dalton in this Bears offense? There, is there any difference here? Yeah, I mean, the first uh, series he came into the ball game, two straight pass plays, one for 22, the next for, for 60 and a touchdown. You know, two. it was an impressive start that gave the Bears a 7-6 lead. The big news just happened a minute ago, ago rather, with uh, Tyler Huntley getting intercepted, a diving pick by Deshaun Gibson of the Bears. They were in field goal range, could have taken the lead. Uh, so a, a real tough play for the Ravens there. Bears now have the ball back. They've got a third and six well in their own zone as they try to bleed some clock and, and perhaps add to this lead, but it's going to take a conversion here. Otherwise, Huntley and the Ravens get the ball back with uh, about uh, halfway uh, through the mid uh, through the fourth quarter, I should say. Okay, and it looks like they are going to have to punt here, Eric. So, again, you know, it, here's the thing. When this game opened this week, we saw it go up to about six, six and a half, uh, down to five and a half, mm-hmm. somewhere in that five to six range most of the week. When the news broke today, this went down to about one, okay? One, one and a half. It's kind of flip-flop a little bit there. 
It's right in the balance. Mm-hmm. We've got a 7-6 Bears yeah, lead. Everything is in the balance, too, because the uh, Baltimore Ravens at that poor number before the Lamar Jackson news came out, they were in the consensus in both the major contests. Also, uh, the survivor pool, uh, a fair amount of usage here on the Baltimore Ravens. Also, a fair amount of usage on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and we just saw, again, we'll see how that game does play out here. Just saw an amazing play by Taylor Heineke in a fourth and three to keep a drive alive here for the Washington football team in a, in, a, in a tie game. I mean, absolutely spectacular play with his legs and then his arm to convert that. So that game is uh, certainly right down there in the sweat zone. Let's go back out to Ben Fox watching the Saints and the Eagles. We have not said goodbye to Ben. Ben, is there any drama left in this fourth quarter here? Listen, guys, you know, I got plenty of work on a Sunday anyway with all our digital content and that stuff. So, you know, it's not like I'm signing off for the day here if the game uh, isn't a good one. A little bit of drama left here. Uh, Saints will be getting the ball back. It's 33-13. to 13. They did score a touchdown, went for two, and did not get it. Um, I will also say, reporting on another game since I'm a Vikings fan, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was trying to call a timeout before that touchdown. The several Vikings players apparently thought he called a timeout, oh. kind of stopped playing. That also led to potentially that. And Alexander turned on the route, but I don't think the defense was playing on that. But back to the Eagles game. Uh, this game just went over the total as well, closed at 42, 33 to 13. Maybe a tiny bit of drama, but I, I don't see Trevor Simeon uh, getting back three scores here. Should we say goodbye to Ben or make him stick around? Because he's it sounds well, like they he's are in New Orleans. Okay. They are not in yet, Philly ben. territory. Uh, sorry, I don't want to give him the time off prematurely because New Orleans could cut this and they are going to be in the red zone. They're still about 13 and a half minutes. This was the last game to go to halftime here in this early session. So uh, you never know. And I'm not necessarily cashing my ticket on Philadelphia just yet. Not yet. And by the way, the Washington football team, you look up and bleeding clock here. About five minutes ago in regulation in a tie game at 21, Taylor Heineke just had another uh, big first down with his legs. So they are keeping possession of the ball away from Cam Newton right now. Riverboat Ron, Taylor Heineke's bailed him out a little bit today. Obviously, this is a big game for Ron Rivera because he gets to uh, one-up the owner, David Tepper, who Mm -hmm. bought the Carolina Panthers, who sent Ron Rivera packing from Charlotte, North Carolina. And a big third down coming up right now for the Vikings, down by one. Remember that missed PAT. Did you set the line today for missed PATs across the national? I did not. Because last week it was five, and I believe it landed on the number. Yes. You're really good at that, by the way. Come on back. It's the sweat zone officially for certain games around the NFL. We've got line changes and live updates. Come on back. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money on wager on any pro football game, and if the team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. It is officially the sweat zone here on the green zone as some of these games are getting very very interesting. Let's get out to Peter Dewey watching the Packers and the Vikings. I like the sweat zone graphic because it is apropos. And right now, boy, Vikings down one. But, Peter, things have changed dramatically in Minnesota. Yeah, Dave. Kirk Cousins right back down the Houston Jefferson time and time again today, this time for a touchdown pass. They also get the two-point conversion on a Dalvin Cook run. So now 31-24 Minnesota. Uh, The Packers defense, they got one stop when they needed it, but it's really been easy easy going for Kirk Cousins. Um, And after those last three games, it didn't look like anybody was going to get this many points and this easily against the Packers. But now, as a Packers better, I'm just hoping for overtime here and hope we can get get a a Packers win there. But it's going to be a tough two-minute drill for Aaron Rodgers and company. Absolutely. 217 to go here in regulation. You know, we were talking about, and I made the declaration, I don't think it's really going on a limb that Jonathan Taylor might be the best running back Mm -hmm. in the NFL. 
Justin Jefferson is the truth. He Ooh. might be the best receiver. He's at least one of the top three. You know, got to put some respect on his name. 31 to 24, as Peter mentioned. Two-minute drill coming for Dak. Okay, and again, uh, the the Ravens have taken the lead 9 to 7. Remember, that line flipped all over the place. So depending on where you got that, right now the Ravens uh, 9 to 7. And we had Ben Fox on earlier in the in the program here telling us about a backer of the Ravens, and I believe it was four and a half they were giving. And by the way, in Minnesota, <laughs> that two minute drill play. was about five seconds. It took one play, and oh my goodness, 12 goes up top to 83. And we've got a one point game with 208 to go in regulation. We'll get out there to Peter in a second, but let's get back out to Nate Jacobson because Nate, all of a sudden, we got drama in Cleveland. What's the latest? Yeah, definitely a lot of drama. Baker Mayfield throwing his second interception of the game is set up a Lions field goal. So Cleveland right now leading 13 to 10. Browns around midfield trying to kill clock, use Nick Chubb's legs because Mayfield has been limping around. They even showed Case Keenum warming up on the sideline, but Mayfield still playing. So it's going to be uh, a, a kind of a close game. Not what I expected at halftime. It was DeAndre Swift scored the touchdown. For the Lions, so 13 to 10 with just under seven minutes to go in Cleveland. Okay, we had drama there. Marquez Valdez Scantling goes the distance. And I gotta tell you, we know how great Aaron Rodgers is. Mm-hmm. That throw in a collapsing pocket was perfect. Yeah. Was, those are what elite quarterbacks can do on a given Sunday to get that game tied up as Mason Crosby does make the extra point. And by the way, that score was before the two minutes. Still some timeouts to be had. So maybe Kirk Cousins and company now, they feel like they're in the driver's seat. Let's go back out to Peter Dewey. Peter, we told you. We knew this was going to go down to the wire, and here we are. Boy, we, we spoke to you about, it feels like 10 seconds ago, and this game's already tied up. Give us the latest. Yeah, guys, I saw I'm, I OT you last week. The Steelers-Lions game for me could be looking at another one this week. It's been a, been a wild ride. But, yeah, like you said, Dave, just a perfect throw from Aaron Rodgers to, to <laughs> score that 75-yard touchdown. I mean, you, you can't draw it up any better than that. Um, this Mason Crosby missed field goal from earlier in the game, though, guys, with having Packers minus two and a half, it's really eating at me um, right now. <laughs> so hoping – Green Bay can get a stop here and get the ball back one more time. Well, there you go. Because again, the Vikings missed their PAT, but they got the two point conversion. So they kind of made up for that mm-hmm. missed PAT right now that Mason Crosby miss is the difference in the game. I want to point something out in the Carolina game here very quickly, 24, 21 Washington football team in the lead. And I believe it's a fourth and four right now on their own 32 for Carolina. Carolina does have two timeouts plus the two minute warning. 305 left to go, 24 to 21 WFT. So again, they were debating whether or not to go for it or not. They took a timeout. So now you have to, once you use the timeout, then you're almost stuck and you have to go for it now at fourth and three. So we'll keep you updated there. We mentioned nine to seven Ravens. Let's go back out right now to Eric Edholm for the latest on what's going on in Chicago. Hey. Just converted a fourth and short from their own 46-yard line, uh, almost a mirror uh, situation from what they had earlier in the game when they called a direct snap in a wildcat formation. Montgomery was stopped on that play. Ravens ended up taking a 9-7 lead. This time, however, the Bears convert, and now it is 9-7 as the two-minute warning has hit. The ball is sitting at the Baltimore 44-yard line. We'll be facing a second and six in a very tight game here. And, of course, Santos missed the field goal earlier in the game. We'll see if it comes down 
Uh, Justin Fields uh, had three kicks converted. All three attempts were good. So could end up being a kicking battle here, guys. We're going to hang on and see how this one finishes up. 9-7 Baltimore, one fifty-eight left on the clock. Okay, and drama in Carolina. We mentioned that fourth and three. They threw an out route to Christian McCaffrey, and it looked like they didn't get to the sticks. Oh, two yards, needed three. So Washington going to take over, two fifty-three left to go. At the Carolina 34, Carolina does have two timeouts. And uh, we've got interceptions and turnovers Ooh. all over the place here in the National Football League. Big one in Minnesota we'll get to in a second. But let's get back out to Ian McMillan with that. It seemed like, Ian, they were in no man's land here whether or not to go for it. I thought they were going to punt the football away. They decided to go for it. And it looks like they just came up a little bit short, right? Yeah, the uh, classic case of uh, you need three yards for a first down, you run a two-yard route. So uh, Christian McCaffrey caught caught the ball, immediately tackled, though, one yard short. Washington's going to now take the ball over uh, in Carolina uh, territory, which should all but ice the game at this point. They probably only need uh, two first downs uh, to kind of ice this game. So Washington's certainly in control here with uh, about three minutes left on the clock. Okay, and two timeouts there for Carolina. We'll figure out what's going on there. I don't know if we have Peter Dewey uh, up and ready because I feel like we should just stay with Peter because mm-hmm. every time we go away from Peter, well, something else happens. Well, before we go to Peter, I do want to update. I mentioned interception. Yes. Ryan Tannehill threw one to Desmond King here. 19 to 13 now. Tennessee is inch closer. 338 left to go. Houston does have the football. Desmond King gets Ryan Tannehill again. So that game's still very much into question. Tennessee and Mike Vrabel now starting to take timeout. Okay, let's go back out to the aforementioned Peter Dewey. Peter, your game is absolutely on steroids right now. What's the latest? Yeah, this game this game is um Kirk Cousins throws the ball, a little play action pass, and Darnell Savage able to pick him off. The play is under review right now to see if Savage actually came down with it. Um, in real time, it looked like he caught it and held on. Um, potentially, when he came to the ground, it's possible the ball popped loose, but which would be a killer turnaround for the Vikings from scoring the touchdown, give up a 75-yard touchdown, and then throw an ensuing interception. Just an absolutely horrible um, sequence for them. But, I, I mean, as, I, as Packers minus two and a half, this is exactly what I was looking for. So, I'm feeling great right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'll be very curious. I'm not sure how they could overturn it, but we'll see if they do. The ball did look like it was coming down. I, I, look, i got to be honest with you. I don't know what a catch is anymore. They're calling this incomplete. This is an incomplete. That interception does not stand. And to, for the life of me, I just don't know anymore. I mean, I, 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 we kid about it a lot, but truly do not know. Uh, but that is a reprieve for Kirk Cousins, who's gotten a lot of reprieves, by the way, today. So they go back to the command center, which I always find is a funny name for reviewing. But it is the command center says that that is an incomplete pass. So the officials didn't believe that Darnell Savage was classy, booty, ratchet. <laughs> well played. Uh, and right now, the Saints trying to make a last-ditch effort uh, to get into this one. They've got a fourth and seven here uh, at about the... I believe the Eagle 10, they're going to kick a field goal. Wow. Uh, To put it on 11? I do not understand this. The kick, by the way, okay, it barely squirts through. Yeah. Can you understand that? Can you rationalize that Not with 7-14. I know there's three timeouts on both sides, but that's a very questionable decision from a guy that is one of the better coaches in the league in Sean Payton. Look, his clock management at the end of the first half cost them seven points. I do not understand that situation. We'll find out if somehow they get the ball back and can can make worthy of that decision to kick the field goal. 
but it looks like a very curious one to me. And by the way, final score, it is officially final, has been for about 10 minutes now. 30 to 10, 49ers win in Jacksonville. Houston going to try to go up two scores here, 32-yard field goal attempt with 3.30 to go. And Detroit had a fourth down. They opted to punt the football away with 2.22 to go as well. So they're trying to stop the Browns and get the ball back for one last-ditch effort to at least force overtime, if not get their first win of the year. Sweat zone. It's upon us. It's VEASAN. It's the green zone. Don't go anywhere else. We're back right here on the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.